Welcome to the ministry of Reverend David Edigenfi. Reverend David is the founder and president of Kingdom Mystery Center Worldwide. He is an end-time apostle mandated to raise mature sons of God who will explicitly manifest their identity in Christ. Reverend David has a dynamic music ministry and is the author of Dangers of Wrong Marriage. His strong passion for soul winning has spread Jesus for all missions and evangelistic crusade ministry. Now listen to Reverend David Edigenfi. You are important to me. You are important to me. I need you to survive. Hallelujah. How about put your hands together for Jesus? Put your hands together for Jesus. Let's celebrate God for the life of the heart. God bless you. That was very powerful. Glory, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Lift your right hand to heaven. we keep looking at you, we keep transforming and becoming as you. This morning, there is nothing you could do without the word. The Lord, we can less predict what you can do by the word. But we know greater things are the things that proceeds from the ministry of the word. I pray this moment, let it be one of the most important and special moments in our lives. Please, heal us. You send forth your word to heal us. Please water us. For your word is like the rains. Nourish us like the dew. Break us Lord like the hammer. And cut asunder. For it is the double-edged sword. Let your word manifest in its capacities. Cause us to triumph in this life. Until we see your face and we celebrate with you. We celebrate you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the oh, Lord. come on. If you're excited, put your hands together for Jesus. Today, I'm enjoying this church. I'm enjoying this church. It's like the anointing has shifted to this place. I just realized that because we prayed for you. That's why. That's why. God bless you. Hallelujah. All right. Let's take our seats. This morning, I'm talking to you about what is, what is the church? What is the church? What is the church? Beloved, we need to understand what church is. I believe that we have misunderstood the church for far too long. And because of that misunderstanding, we have lived a certain life that does not depict that we are part of the church. You see, as I, as, as I walk with God, as I grow in the Lord, I have come to realize that the most important things are not really the things I thought were the most important thing. But I realize that the things I really never recognize as the most important thing, I realize, ah, they are the very important things. I have realized that our understanding of what the church is would be of a major and a mighty help to us. 
Mababe who say, and Tiasia, ye benya, and what a Safunimu, and the Asafunimono, and no a day as you say, be praying. Many a times it is very important to know what something is not than to know what it is. Because if you don't know what it is not, you may miss the definition with what it is, and you will still get it wrong. A dear being Tiasiano, a mobile pefea, Nijina say, I bet it, dear Adiano Enye. Since say you bet you have a cost wash, the Adiano Etie. Because you are who at the Adiano Nya, yet the Enchirimunibe Frafra, Emmani Humuno, Enya Day, Enya Pefe Maye. That's the beauty of having a pastor who also understands the language you are speaking. <laughs> because sometimes, if you are not careful, a message can be twisted, and you don't know how dangerous it can become. Hallelujah. So, we all have, if I should ask, what is church? We will tell a lot of definitions. But you see, I want to tell you what the church is not. And that's why I'm so excited about the song they sang. As though they knew what I was coming to preach. He said, it is his will that every need be supplied. And important to me. And I need you to survive. This, 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 this Christian walk, look, without you, I can't survive. And without me, you can't survive. What is the church not? What is the church not? Or what isn't the church? The church is not a physical building. That is the most important thing you must understand. It is very easy for people to ask you, oh, uh, where's your church? And you say, oh, my church is the one painted blue and black. That is not a church. The church is not a physical building. It's a kind of building, but it's not a physical building. You see, when you use the tree, the dying, it still looks like a room or a house. Okay, but I'm talking about a construction, a certain type of construction, not necessarily a room. That's what I'm telling you that when it comes to the tree, eh, it, the Bible lacks many vocabularies. It's a type of building, it's a spiritual building. And it's not a physical building. Number two, the church is not an institution. The church is not an institution. This will separate the men from the boys. What do you think? Yeah. Sometimes you must you must always hide the 65th strategy. Yeah, that one, that one is for the men. <laughs> the church is not what? An institution. You understand it? It's not an institution. So that you are really bent on administration. Unfortunately, you see, we 
this dispensation, we are running the church by administration. This same temptation appeared in the days of the apostles. When they were forced and compelled by situations in their midst to really run the whole thing by administration. Structuring is not Namijuma, not the work of I'm not talking about the work of God, I'm talking about the church. Structuring it to look as though we are just a human organization which must uh, follow a certain structure and then we are we are we are good to go. So they started thinking like NGOs. Our world today, there are many things that are compelling us to run the church as an institution. To the point that when it even comes to leadership, we have to go to voting. Voting. We must vote. Just like Elder Sunny said, that if we could trust in our wisdom without concentrating on the wisdom of God, we have failed. So the Bible said, Peter got up and said, we are not supposed to give ourselves to these things and then leave the most important thing. Then he said, we have to give ourselves to what? Prayer and the ministry of the word. And let us find men who are not necessarily apostles, but they are just one of you, but filled with the spirit of God that they may take care of the day-to-day activity of the people. And so you must understand this today we are being compelled to run the church as a welfare group and we concentrate more on those things and there's no place for the Holy Spirit to have his way we have boxed the Holy Spirit in a box so much that he cannot express himself but pastor is organization and institutionalism wrong institutionalization may be a tool used by the church but the church is not an institute but not forgetting that every institution or every activity in line or conforming to a certain pattern must be by the instruction and the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. So you realize that it's not everything that you, 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 you should, okay, we do it like this. And because we do it like this, uh, we don't change it. No, the Holy Spirit may want to do it differently. 
There are ways that things are done, but he has his way. He said that he would direct you in the way that you should go. Let me see what is at Psalm 25, the verse number 5 or something, or 11, if I'm right. He said, lead me in thy truth and teach me, for thou art the God of my salvation. On thee I wait all day. As you wait on the Lord, the church must wait on the Lord to be led by the Lord. The verse number six. Remember, O Lord, thy tender mercies and thy loving kindness, for they have been ever of old. Roll on seven. Remember not the sins of thy youth. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, let's, let's just end it there. But the Bible also continues to say that the fear, I mean, the secret things belongs to the people that fear God. And he will guide them. And he will guide them. Can you imagine God guiding you? The church is not an institution. The church is not an institution. We may be organized, but not organization. We may be conforming to a certain pattern at a particular time, but we don't get stuck by that. One day, Jesus Christ and three of his disciples went to have a meeting with some saints on the Mount of Transfiguration. And when they got there, the glory that descended and the people, Peter, John, and uh, what's the name, uh, saw it. When these three people saw it, they were like, Jesus, we are going to build three buildings for you. One is for you. One is for Elijah and one is for Moses. Because these are the brethren that appear to them. And the place was shining. The glory was intense. They have never seen some before. We are always tempted to build an institution and conform to a pattern because of a previous manifestation of a glory. But the Bible says, behold, I do and this is the reason why we are not able to see the power of God conformity to patterns and ways of doing things the Bible demands us to be transformed are you, you have gone home so something can happen like as we are singing I need you to and the people are crying and the power of God is all over the place as it was 
if you are not very careful, you feel like anytime we sing, I pray for you, the Holy Spirit will do what He wants to do. It is immaturity. You see, it is an animal attitude. Because it is only a dog that when you put a, a bone here every day, he expands a bone there. But if you are an intelligent entity, you know that it can be changed. And this does not allow God to be God. In our midst. Because when he has gone ahead, we are always waiting where he, he last manifested himself to us. Hey, that is why you don't follow God with your mind. You must follow God with your heart. This heart can welcome anything. Your faith must drive you after God. The Bible says, and without faith, it's impossible. Hmm. He that cometh to God must believe that he is. So, Sonny, to, to, to believe that God is, eh? you see, it is, you, you think that it is normal, like you believe God. Oh, may I believe in God? So I may believe in God. Me it me is not normal. It took a certain level of faith for you to come to that height. Without faith, I'm telling you, you won't sit here. It's the truth. It's the truth. The church is not a place I go to. Number one, the church is not a building. Number two, the church is not an institution. And three, the church is not a place I go to. Oh, I go to church at uh, KMC. Oh, KMC. No, no, the church is not a place you go to. Some of you feel that, oh, where you go to, like where you are right now, it means that that is the church. The church is not an event I attend. Did you hear what I said? I want you to correct all these things from your mind. The church is a spiritual family that I belong to. The church is a spiritual family I belong to. Let's read Acts chapter 2. And that is where our preaching is going to set it up. Acts chapter 2, the verse number 41, through to 44 and 46. Or to 46 or something. Yeah. Maybe we can read it from either the uh, Living Bible or the New Living Bible translation. I want any of them. The Living, the, the living Bible will be better. You can get me the Living Bible. He says, and those who believed Peter were baptized 
about 3,000 in all. If the Bible is yours, underline the word believed. We are defining the church. Forty-two says that they joined with the other believers in regular attendance. If that one too is yours, underline that that sentence. They joined with the other believers in regular attendance at the apostles' teaching session and at the communion services and prayer meetings. So there, there are events, okay. That are there, but the event is not the church. Forty-three says, a deep sense of awe was on them all, and the apostles did many miracles. And forty-four says that, and all the believers met together constantly and shared everything with each other. If the Bible is yours, underline share. 46, 45. Let's give me 45. 45. They sold their property and possessions and shared the money with those in need. We are talking about the church. Oh. The next verse 46, it says, they worshipped, and that is so important, they worshipped together at where? At the temple. So, this is a place now. Okay? Each day. And then number two, they met in what? Homes. That is home cell. For the Lord's Supper and shared their meals with great joy and generosity. Why don't you clap your hands for Jesus? So looking at this, what is the church? The church is a group of baptized believers of the Lord Jesus Christ joined together in commitment to help each other to fulfill God's purpose for their lives. The church is a group of baptized believers who, uh, who believe in what? They believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. That means if a person does not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and he even sits here, he's not part of the church. The church is not KMC. The church is not Methodist. The church is not Assemblies of God. The church is not Sabbath. It's not Church of Christ. Like they go around and say that's the only church. Neither is it over with this. The church is a group of believers who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. It doesn't end there. It continues to say and join together in a commitment. Because the Bible said anytime you believe the Bible said the Holy Spirit takes you and then he baptizes you to the body of Christ. He makes you one with 
with the body. You become part of it. And we start by your demonstration of commitment towards the body. So it's a group of baptized believers of Jesus Christ joined together in a commitment to help each other to fulfill God's five purpose. I mean, God's purpose for their life. Everybody is created for a purpose. And beloved, the truth is that you cannot fulfill the purpose individually. No matter how anointed I am, if you have not come to church today, what would have been my relevance? If you had come to church today, and I also not come to church today. What would have been your outcome? So he said, I pray for you. You pray for me. I love you. I need you to survive. And it is his will that every need be supplied. The truth is, what I lack, you have. And what I have, you may lack. And I must supply them. The church is the family of God. The church is the family of God. We are a family. We are a family. We believe one thing. And we have a particular commitment. And our commitment is to see the well-being of others. This is a month of family life. And we have to understand some of these things. How do we end up becoming the way we are not supposed to. It's because we don't have understandings of these things. It is wrong for you to be a believer and your friend is an unbeliever. It's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. You can't explain it. I say you can't explain it. It's wrong. That is not a church. Jesus Christ was traveling with his parents and then he diverted into the temple to go and fellowship. And whilst he was fellowshipping, the parents started looking for him. After three days, when they have found him, a group went to Jesus Christ and told Jesus, your mother, your father, your brothers, and your sisters are looking for you. And Jesus said, who is my brother? Who is my, my mother? Who is my sister? Jesus is the one He said, the ones who are seated here, the ones who are seated here listening to me and ready to obey the word of God. Said, These are my brothers and sisters. Child of God, there are two families on this earth. 
We have the biological family of every everybody here that is human being has a biological family. Everybody has a biological family. And then everybody has a spiritual family. Whether you are born again or not, you have a spiritual family. One day Jesus was teaching and made a statement which is profound. He said, you are like your father, the devil. That means that the devil is a father to certain people. If the devil is a father to certain people, then that means that he has other sons who are your brothers. So certain people belong to the family of Satan. And mind you, Satan is a spirit. God is a spirit. And some people have a spiritual family and where Satan is their father. And then we also belong to a spiritual family. Hallelujah. We also belong to a spiritual family where God Almighty, the creator of heaven and earth, is our father. Jesus said, when you pray, say, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Hallowed be thy name. We have a father. Everybody belongs to a family. The most important family is not your biological family. Your most important family is your eternal family, your spiritual family. Your attitude towards church, okay, and the things of God, it's so because you don't have understandings of these things. That is why you are not so committed to certain things. Now, if you understand some of these things, you know that I cannot just get up and say, oh, my mother, uh, uh, Kukwa and I, our mother and father is uh, Abigail. But today, I'm angry, so... Abigail is not my mother again. Is, is it possible for you to get up and say, your mother that gave birth to you is not your mother again, and your sister is not your sister again? No matter how far you travel and wherever you go, DNA, even if you don't, you change your name and do it, DNA, DNA will owe you up. DNA will owe you up. The same thing belongs to the church. You cannot get up and deny us. We cannot find ourselves a place and you see a believer and you behave as though you don't know him. Anytime, whether Wagadugu, whether Saudi Arabia, whether Afghanistan, whether United States, whether you know the surname, whether you know the mother or father, as long as the person is a believer, he is your family. That is your family. That is your family. And if you understand this one, and I understand this one, when we meet in Afghanistan, we will be strong together. We will be strong together. I will watch your back. You will watch my back. I will pray for you. You will pray for me. You will not criticize me to destroy me. It's a spiritual family. Very important. Because this family is what is going to determine your, 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 uh, uh, your, your, your placement eternally. eternally. The truth is that 
your biological family will be no more forever. forever. But one thing I have realized is that man of God, the eternal family, your spiritual family, yes, can who never, never, never depart, never change. Is why you are not supposed to rise against the church. That is why you are not supposed to rise against a Christian brother. That is why you are not supposed to rise against a Christian sister. One of the things I have realized is that whatever we do, whether it is good or it is bad, I have realized in this world nothing goes waste. Nothing, nothing goes waste. Nothing goes waste. Words that came out of our mouth, they are waiting for us someday. So we must mind. We must be intentional. We must be concerned about how we do things. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you getting blessed? Why is the church the most important group of people in, on the earth. How many of you believe that the church is the most important group of people? It's not even the UN. It's not, it's not even the UN. The most important group of people on the earth is the church. Now, you see, I watched a documentary of the United States Army. I love documentaries, you know. If you want to be very intelligent, you must watch documentary. What do you think? You can't answer because you don't know it. <laughs> but I'm telling you, you will learn a lot of things. Nature has a way it teaches you many things. Yes. So I watched a documentary of the Air Force, uh, the, the Marine. And I realized something that if you're a marine, okay, and you go for war, no matter what, you must return home. So no matter what, you must return home. So what, what happens is that you must return home, no matter what, whether dead or alive. So when you die, my God, I was surprised that about three soldiers were killed. Three soldiers, they are dead. And they have to, the U.S. government have to send reinforcement with new choppers. About three helicopters, war helicopters. Helicopters, and one was covering up, one was landing to do a prison. Meanwhile, this, uh, I think it was a Iran, Iraq war. They were shooting. Well, look for it. It's on net. They were shooting. They were shooting. They even shot one of the choppers. And they had to change the people in the chopper into another one. And they, what are they looking for? Dead body. Dead body. Dead body. When I saw it, I said, hey, then the church has a lot to do. Me, when I'm watching things, I try to relate it to the word of God. 
the church has a lot to do. Do you know the church doesn't look for its weak ones, but rather we even kill the strong ones? We don't look for our weak ones. We don't help them. We are not there for them. Rather, the people who are even making effort. Let me tell you the truth. If you can see my mistakes, it's because I made an effort. If I fail, it's because I made an effort to walk. Encourage me. Don't break me. Encourage me. Don't break me. We must be better than the marine. We should think about even our dead ones and make sure that we will carry them no matter what. We will carry them home. They must go home with us. They must go home with us. Listen, when you're around me, you think that, oh, I'm somebody that, oh, me, when people are doing bad things, cry, I'm so so. I'm not like that. Listen to me. Even when I think about the number of times, the time that Jesus, I mean, God gave me for me to change, okay, to become better and better every day. I don't see why I can't give people time. Sometimes it's difficult, oh. It's difficult. But does it mean that when I give people time, they have to be quiet and just be watching you? There is what we call chastisement. That also brings, they, they, they said, thy rod and thy staff, they bring what? Comforting. God, we are giving you time. Didn't you see? He said, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, who took you there? You went there yourself. The Lord is my shepherd. I will not want. He made me to lie down in green pastures. He led me beside the still waters. When he did that, he restored my soul. He led me in the path of what? Righteousness. For his name's sake. Then all of a sudden, I took a decision. Though I. Now it's no longer him, it's I. I walked through the valley of the shadow of death. Even when I made that mistake, he said, I will fear no evil because he's still with me. But he manifested himself as a rod and a staff. So sometimes God can slap you and your neck will be like that. He wants to show you the way here. He just wants to show you the way here. You'll be looking at it. You'll be looking at it. Some of you, your phone, your phone, your phone, the way your phone has cracked. It's cracked because of the way I've been watching twerk, twerking. Twerking. So, so, you can't put a crack your phone in it. I don't know why that is it a virus. Like it's, I think it's a virus. It's a, it's a certain virus that Satan has sent out. Like every lady who is, almost every lady who is wanting to uh, take a picture wants to take from the back. Okay. Now they, 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 they move their face and they put in it here. Hey! <laughs> That's <laughs> They are taking their face and they are putting it here. So now every day they have to do this. And I don't know, but we, we like watching. Right now, when men see ladies, they don't look and they don't know what your face again. They don't, we don't like your face. Take your face. Uh, 
Why is the church the most important group of people on earth? Number one, the church is God's family. Settled. The church is what? God's family. Think about it. I just want to give you about 30 seconds to think about it. Have you? What you see? One day, I was talking with someone, and he, he asked me, "What's your name?" And I said, "Oh, I'm 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 David Edujenvi." And I'm saying, "David Edujenvi." Are you from the Edujenvi family? And Then I said, "Of course." I'm saying, "I said, ah, Edujenvi, come and say." Now that when you are from a, it has a certain wild impression. Yeah. What's your name? Oh, I am a I don't want to say it. Maybe I'll, I'll be going versus somebody's family name. <laughs> hey, the way people, hey, the way people are critical, you don't know. <laughs> some people, people are here. You think everybody's filled with the Holy Spirit? Yes, but sometimes they tell the Holy Spirit, "Please, this time leave the one for me. I will handle yes, this myself." One day I was talking to a lady, and I asked her, "Why didn't you marry this guy?" You'll be surprised what now she said. Who can, who can imagine what she said? Do what she said. Say, I don't like his surname. I was like, hey! <laughs> I never knew. <laughs> <laughs> so, baby, I do know. Where he said name, he said name. Doesn't like the same. Some of you must begin to watch. Watch out. They will not tell. I said, I said, did you, did you tell him? Some of you are bounced. You are bounced because your surname is Huhushosh. I said, his surname. I don't know which one to call. I said, his surname. You are working. Can you remember? Hey. I'm going to fast and bring myself And I said I was going to change my surname before I married. You remember I told you that? And I asked him, would you like it? What did you say? Yes. Said yes, it's nice. Anyway, it's nice. I said, I'm going to call myself David Martins. He said, oh, yeah, that's nice. <laughs> but you don't like the Edujian V? I like it, but I'm going to do it. Wow. Hey, Sikadi. Edujian V is good. Martins. David Martins. Oh, Mrs. Martins. Wow. Oh, yeah, the manaka account now part. The business name, him Fudin. Like, you know, you have to be. Yeah. So, some of you must start working on your name. Uh, in fact, I, I, I'm giving you wisdom cue. Tonight, I'm going to teach many things. Tonight, we are starting our relationship seminar. I'm going to teach wow things. Must be ready. Tonight, tomorrow, and the next day. Three days in relationship clinic. I'm not taking it for granted at all. Will you be surprised? Will you be surprised to know? You see, are you not surprised to know that a, a said name just made somebody lost? A lady. Very beautiful lady. 
Do you know what I said? I said, I thank God anyway. I was thanking God for the guy. Ephesians 3, 14 to 19. He said, for this reason, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm just reading a portion of it. From whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. The biggest family in the whole universe is God's family. God's family. The name of the family alone cast out devils. Can you imagine? The name of the family alone. The name of the family alone. The name of the family alone. If a particular name of a particular family can just open certain doors. There are certain names in Ghana here. Like the Chikates, like the Akufuadus, like the Dujemfis. Well, I don't know about the dancers, but I mean, that's your problem anyway. <laughs> when you mention such names, like people are like, oh, okay, oh, okay, oh, you okay. Oh, nice, nice. They can suspect that, oh, and if you have me worry, how much it be? It didn't go how bad. Every knee, every knee. Yeah. So the church is God's family. Is God? God is the source of everybody. God gave birth to us. God is the, our caretaker. God is our father. God is our everything. Jesus is our brother. He's our senior brother. I mean, we have in our house. Eh? Do you know our house? Do you know house? In our house, we have a lot of servants. Angelic servants. We have a lot. We don't like, in our house. We don't like anything. No. When you come to my house, it is only my house that has mansions. The house has mansions. You are talking about a mansion of father house. My father has a house with mansions. Oh, you don't understand it. Jesus said that in my father's house, there are many... So it was Jesus that made me understand that there's a certain dimension of architecture where a mansion can be built in a house. Uh, Pastor, I don't understand it. If you don't understand it, then you need to travel. So because if somebody can go and say, uh, may, I want to rent single room self-contained. Listen to it. The same single room self-contained can be part of a suit or a, a five-bedroom apartment. Is that what it is? Yeah. So if a single room self-contained, which is a complete house for somebody, can become somebody's room in somebody's house, then I'm telling you, somebody's mansion can become somebody's room. Okay. In my father's house, there are many much. I'm but coming from a very rich home. A very rich home. Very rich home. I mean, there are a lot of mansions in my father's house. A lot of mansions. You should understand. I pray that the Holy Spirit will open your understanding. Amen. God is, say, God is my father. God is my father. No, I want you to say it passionately. Not because Pastor said you say it. Say, God is my father. God is my father. No, do you see? Can you feel the pride of it? The pride of it. That God. God is my father. God is my father. God is my father. But God is my father. 
the creator of heaven and the earth. Somebody has pride himself because his father is driving a, a tundra. A tundra. Oh, is that your father? Oh, yeah, that's my father. That's my father. Oh, okay. I said, God. God, the creator of heaven and earth. God is my father. God is my father. Yes. The church is the most important group of people because it is the family of the most important person in the whole world. When we talk about the family of God, we are talking about the church. I said, when we talk about the family of God, we are talking about what? The church. church. Do you belong to the church? Yes. Then you are, you are part of the family. You are part of the family. That's how beautiful it is. You are part of the family. And you should understand this, that I'm a family member. I'm a family member. That is why I don't like it when I see Christians sharing negative things about other Christians on Facebook or not. I don't like it. I'm not happy about it. One day I was going to share a story and it wasn't like I was sharing it negatively. I was actually sympathizing with the man of God involved. But I thought about it. I said, when I share it, a worldly person would read it. It's not necessary. Let me pray for him rather. And I then I stopped. Because I know that you feel you are doing good. And then uh, those of you, then you will go and share. Some, you can give a very good comment. Uh, those of you criticizing this man of God, you should know that we are all human beings. Blah, blah, blah. What can be nice? But you see, if you are not shared it, eh, a certain unbeliever may not have seen it. If you are sharing, you can share it by tagging with certain Christians. Charlie, can we pray for the, uh, uh, this man of God? Say, but yeah, it will not appear everywhere. We should be intentional. We should be wise Christians. We should be smart. Don't let us destroy the church and, and the body yes, of Christ. Don't let us do it. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. What do you get when you go around telling everybody, oh, have you heard about that sister? She's going to do that and that and that. And, 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 and nothing comes out of it. Nothing comes out of it. You are wounding us rather. You are destroying us. We are not just a family. We are also a body. We are not bodies. We are a body. What you do affects me. If you grow, it, it blesses me. I was thanking God. For what? I said, God, thank you that the church has come to a point where we can have pastors. I don't remember receiving pastors from outside. All the pastors in this church are from inside. And first week in March, we are also ordaining new pastors. Is it not powerful? What a blessing. And for me, the more this is happening, eh? The more right now, you know, you know the time. I'm just when I wake up every day, I'm thinking about how to become more effective in my next phase of ministry. Okay. The establishment of new branches, the establishment of I mean the trainings of new pastors, new leaders, new training sessions, moving, helping you to come to a point that you can be a shepherd and be an effective shepherd, helping you to come to a point that you can be a cell leader, you can be used by God. I want to come to that point now. Training my just speak to you, train you, help you go everywhere. 
move the gospel very far and then leave this place for other pastors to handle. They can handle it powerfully. Powerfully. Yeah. Tell that to pastor, he might come and preach. He came late, that's why I didn't allow him to preach. I didn't even tell him I'm calling him. I just came to stand here. And that's how I discipline my people. I tell I just let's say they will learn. And they will go. Because you see, there must be disciplines that constrain us to be able to conform to the voice of the Holy Spirit. And then we move on. Amen. Why am I able to now leave my Sundays and Tuesdays? Because the sons are growing. Are you happy? So your growth is a blessing to me. My growth is a blessing to you. Your success is a blessing to me. Yes. Amen. It's an honor. We are a family. Your contribution makes me strong. Your contribution makes a fear strong. Your contribution makes a draw strong. Your criticism, destructive criticism, breaks us all down. It breaks us all down. Your failure is our failure. You don't know that because of what you did, it is on the radio that more Christopher and it has affected me. We can't continue like that. Number two, one reason why. The church is the most important family or the most important group of people on earth is because it is the only reason God created the universe. The universe was created because of the church, because of you and I. That means that means that without the, 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 the church, there was not going to be any creation. Can you imagine? It was because of you and I. So the most important group of people on earth is the church. Don't you know that even the end of this world, the clock is in the hands of the church. The clock is in the if there is one, just one single, let me use that one single, one single believer left on this earth, filled with the Holy Spirit on this earth. One person. The Antichrist can never come. And yet, yourself or not to me and mommy, dear, dear. Are you not the most important person? I am. See, I am the most important person. I am the most important person on this earth. On this earth. Because I'm part of the church. Because I'm part of the I'm church. part of God's family. I'm part of God's family. Yeah. The Antichrist cannot come. But the day the rapture will come, back, then you see speedily how the Antichrist will rush in. Actually, the Antichrist is already around. He's already around. The man of sin is already around. But he's not able to manifest because the Holy Ghost is here. And the Holy Ghost is here not because he wants to be here. The Holy Ghost is here because there is a saint on earth. There is a member of God's family on earth. And because of that, he doesn't want to. So the Holy Ghost is 
he has the attitude of the marine. He doesn't want to leave anybody behind. Everybody must arrive home. Everybody must arrive home. You will arrive in the name of Jesus. Amen. I say you will arrive. I say you will arrive. Amen. Don't you see how you feel whenever you, you, you go off, you sin, you backslide, how you feel broken and worried and the Holy Spirit will convict you. Convict you until you repent and ask for forgiveness. Before you begin to feel, emotion, even emotionally, before you begin to feel fine. Holy Spirit, he's around and you, the Antichrist dare not manage, right? Hey, Holy Spirit, you know Jesus. Or not even want to say him. You can't crucify the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Don't try it. One of the, the one of the you see, the person in the Trinity that hate nonsense is the Holy Ghost. I'm, I'm telling you. He hates nonsense. He hates nonsense. Bible says that you can sin against the Father. You can go You can sin against the Son. You can go But you can go from the side of the earth. So the devil would never try. The man of sin would never try even showing his head as long as the Holy Ghost is here. He will never try. He would never try. Jesus Christ. And Jesus appeared on the other side of the sea. And a man full of demons saw Jesus. And they came to, he came to fall down. Now, Jesus and Jesus appeared on the other side as long as there is a senior, you need to ask permission. And tell me, tell us that we should go into the pigs. What does that also suggest? It suggests that the words that comes out of a believer's mouth has so much power that even demons obey it. Can you imagine? So you may make a statement and you think, oh, I agree. No! Jesus just said that, go into the pigs. Yes, and demons started rising into the pigs. What do you think will happen to your life when you say, Radio me woo? What do you think will happen to your life? That's why you must mind how you speak. Because you're anointed. You are part of the family which Jesus is the firstborn. The spirit of the son is in you. The same spirit that resurrected Jesus from the grave. That same spirit is alive, quickening your mortal bodies. Don't you know? He said that if you don't take the communion, you're not part of me. As long as you're taking communion, you're part of him. You're part of him. That's why no negative confessions should not come out of your lips. Why your whole salvation is connected to your confession. Can you imagine? Your whole salvation. Your whole salvation. So with the heart do we believe? And with the mind, confession is made unto salvation. No matter how, no matter how you believe, if you don't confess it, you won't be saved. Number three, God is using. Oh, let me give you a scripture on that so that you don't know, you don't think that. Ephesians 1, 4. He said, and he chose us to be his very own, joining us to himself even before they laid, he, he laid the foundation of the universe. So you realize that 
he determined, he took a decision about us before he started the creation of the world. Number three, God is using his church for his eternal purpose on earth. The reason why the church is the most important group of people in the earth is because God is using his church for his eternal purpose. God is using, say God is using me. Say it mightily and powerfully. God is using me. God is using me. God is using for me. His purpose on this earth. For His purpose on this earth. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Ephesians three, the verse number ten to eleven, and His reason to show all the rulers of the rulers in heaven how perfectly wise He is, when all of His family, Jews and Gentiles alike, are seen to be joined together in in His church. Let me read it from the Message Bible. Just a portion of the Message. He says, through the followers of Jesus like ourselves gathered in churches this extraordinary plan of god is becoming known and talked about even among the angels even among angels we teach angels there are certain things when god wants to explain to angels it is he uses us look Angels don't understand the love of God until they saw it being expressed on humanity. They never understood it. They never understood it. Angels are such a way that whether God loves them or not, they work. They work. And they have heard that God is love. But because they don't experience the love of God, they, don't, they didn't know how God loves. Until God started expressing it upon humanity. Until God chose to become a human being. Until God chose a boomb of a virgin who was not married and then went through that womb and came out. He went through the womb because he wanted to pick flesh. If he had not gone through the womb, he would have arrived as a spirit and he cannot operate on earth because this earth, the only people that have direct contact with the earth is men with flesh. Entities with flesh. That is why though we are spirits, Went through it, came up with flesh. God! And then came to work on the earth. The creator submitted himself to his creature. He allowed the sun to scorch him, the rain to beat him. He allowed hunger to attack him. He allowed pain. He allowed human beings to beat him. All this while the angels were watching. They wanted to understand what it means. When the Bible talks about the long suffering of God, they didn't understand it until they saw these things. When they talked about the love of God, they didn't understand it until they saw how God chose to die for So God is expressing and teaching the world, both in heaven and on earth. He's teaching, teaching, and he's doing that the church doing that through us so the most important group of people on the earth is the church is the church 
powerful. See, I'm important to God. I'm the most important person. Belonging to a most important family. God's plan always involves the church. No church, no plan. Say no church, no plan. Why is the group, the church, the most important group of people? Jesus died for the church. Jesus died for the church. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I want to end here. But my time is overspent. But I'll continue probably. Hopefully I may continue tomorrow. I mean, next week or something. That is as long as I feel inspired to do that. But I want you to know this last thing before I close. Because I know it will encourage you that one reason why the church is the most important group of people on this earth is because the church can never be overconquered. It can never be flawed. The church can never be overcome. The church will surely succeed. Amen. I say the church will surely succeed. Amen. Are you part of the church? I am part. You will succeed. Amen. I say you will never be overcome. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Matthew 16, 18. He said, Now I say to you that you are Peter, which, I, which means rock. They said, Upon this rock, I'll build my church. And the powers of hell will not conquer it. The powers of hell, I'm reading from the NLT, the powers of hell can never conquer it. Amen. I don't know whatever it is. Whatever the challenges, this cannot swallow you. Your amen must be louder. Amen. I said whatever it is. One of the things you must understand that he never said that it will not fight. He said it will fight, but it can never overcome. So whatever you are going through, I came to encourage you that though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you will come out in the name of Jesus Christ. If your amen will be louder, it will be better. Amen. I don't care what is the case. Some of you may call it lateness. Oh, why have I not gotten married? Oh, why am I not giving birth? Oh, things are not working. Why am I going through this situation? The Lord says, I should tell you, He's the builder of the church. He's the one that is building the church. He may pick you as a half block, but you'll be fallible in His hands. He may pick you as a stone, but you'll be fallible in His hands. Child of God, even if you think you are a dust, He can use you for plastering. He is the builder of his church. And I see you overcoming. He said, Rejoice. I don't know whether you are rejoicing this morning. He said, Rejoice. For I have overcome the world. Greater is he that is in you than the one who is in the world. You are more than a conqueror. You are more than a conqueror. Amen. You are more than a conqueror. Amen. You are more than a conqueror. Amen. Oh, you are coming out. No matter the situation, Amen. you will never be stopped. Amen. I prophesy you will succeed. Amen. 
according to the plan and purpose of God. Amen. You are coming out. Amen. I, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not seeing you pulling the thing out of me. Okay. If you are not ready for it, just let me leave this place. the most important family on this earth. Hallelujah. It's a blessing. Amen. What do we tell our Father? God bless you so much. Please, let's take our seats. I'm not ordinary. I'm never ordinary. The apostle taught us on what is the church? What is the church? And he first explained what the church is not. He said the church is not a physical building. Amen. The church is not an institution. And he also said the church is not a place I go to. The church is not an event I attend. Hallelujah. And he defined the church as a group of baptized believers who believe in the Lord Jesus and join together in a commitment to each other to fulfill God's purpose for their lives. Hallelujah. It, I think it's very powerful. It's very, very, very powerful because um, most of us have been working in deception and it's like we have been protecting some buildings and structures. So if you are not part of this structure, it means you are not a believer. Some people believe that their church is the only way, but we have realized that there's nothing like that. The church is a family. Amen. So whether you are in this place or you are in that place, we are one body. Amen. God bless you, apostle. And then, he went on to explain why the church is the most important group on the earth. He said the church is God's family. The church is God's family. Amen. And then he said, it is the only reason God created the universe. God is using his church for his eternal purpose. Jesus died for the church and lastly the church can never be overcome. Hallelujah. I think the last point has really blessed me. So anything that cannot overcome God cannot overcome you because you bear his name. You are part of the family. You may, you may see yourself walking alone but you are not alone. You belong to a big family. Hallelujah. And wherever you find yourself the family is with you. And there's a spirit that binds us together. There's a spirit that holds us together. And that spirit is with you everywhere you go. So you can never fail in Jesus' name. I think this is one of the powerful messages I've ever heard in my life. Hallelujah. This is indeed the month of building the Lord's family. And I'm so glad to be part of this month. God bless you once again, Apostle. I pray that we relate with this word. Let us walk with this word and our lives will be blessed. Amen. And I encourage all of us to go for the message from the media and keep listening. Some of you don't like listening to the messages of the house. It's unrighteousness. Do you understand? Most of us have Android phones, but we have not subscribed to the podcast. It's not a blessing. When you do that, you not grow. Your growth will be stunted. So repent. Amen. All right. Well, you are not excited about what I'm saying. Eh? <laughs> so we are, we are going straight into our second offering. Hallelujah. It's another blessed moment. Amen. Having this revelation and understanding of the family, when you are giving, you have to give with your all. Amen. 
in 2 Corinthians 4 verse 2, the Bible says that, Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. Hallelujah. And in Psalm 18 verse 25, it says that, With the merciful thou will show thyself merciful. With the upright man thou will show thyself upright. Hallelujah. You see, God has that power, God has the ability to make you rich, to make you prosper, and to make you worthy. But if you want to experience the faithfulness of God in your finances, you have to first be faithful. Amen. He said if you are faithful, he will also be faithful. So I want to encourage you on this note to give a very powerful offering to the Lord for a second offering and you will experience the faithfulness of God in your finances. And that breakthrough you have been expecting for long will answer unto you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And also proceed on your screen. So, over five phone, no, I dial star 170 hash. No, I select option two. That is Momo Pay and Pay Bill. Then you select option one. That is Momo Pay. Then you enter the merchant ID 2879782879788. And then you enter the amount you want to give. You reference it as offering. Enter the hash key. Enter your pin code. And your offering will be in the house of the Lord. God bless you so much.
screenshot and share it on your social stories and tag us at KMC Worldwide. For more information, visit kmcworldwide.org. Thanks again for listening. God bless you.